Hi, it's Nina from For Goodness Sake Network. I hope you enjoyed our last podcast. Today I'm going to be talking to you about parenting while you're suffering. Now, you can change out parenting for any other word, such as working, striving, surviving, anything in our day-to-day lives while you are suffering. But today I'm going to share my experiences in dealing with depression while being a parent to three young, lively, active children. It's hard. When I was going through the deepest, darkest moments in my depression, I did not want to get out of bed. I would set my alarm, wake up one minute before I had to be downstairs, throw some clothes on, pull my hair up, run down the steps, put the baby in the pram, grab all the book bags, and literally run out the door to make it to school on time. I would drop all the children off, say my goodbyes, my I love yous, I'll see you after school, and walk back home. I would then crawl back into my bed, set my alarm for two minutes before I had to be downstairs again for the school pickup, and I would either sleep or I would watch Netflix and then sleep, And I pretty much wouldn't get up again until I had to leave to pick up the kids from school. My alarm would go off, throw on my clothes again, run down the stairs, make my way to the school run, say my hellos, put on my smile, pick up the kids, take them to the park, stay outside, as long as possible because I didn't want to go back home. Play at the park, say hello to everyone, round the kids up again and head back home hoping my husband would be done from work so that way I could go back up to my room and sleep again. Now, I know you've, if you've suffered with depression or anxiety, you know that um, some of the signs are people sleeping quite a bit, um, letting go of themselves, not washing, not brushing their teeth, um, and being really despondent. Well, I did all of that. I chose to not brush my teeth or wash my face because it was just too much effort. It took too much out of me to walk to the bathroom. I found myself giving up on those things so I could have more time to do other things like sleep. I lost weight. I was just pretty much miserable. I had very little patience for anything. And all I wanted to do was just lie in my bed and have peace and quiet. And how are you going to get peace and quiet when you've got three loud children running around your house? It's just not possible. 
So in the times that I did have them, when they were home, I did my best to survive. And that's literally what I was doing. I was surviving. I had a responsibility to take care of my children. And I did the absolute bare minimum. I put everything I had into the kids. I gave them every single ounce of energy that I could muster. And there was absolutely nothing left for myself at the end of the day. I left it all at the table. I left it with them. Every tantrum, every cry, every mommy, 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 I gave it to them. And there was nothing left in the tank for me by the end of it. And I suffered like this for two, three years. My husband travels quite a bit. He's, he was gone most of the time. And every time he was gone, I would feed the kids eggs, beans on toast, porridge. They were fed. They were happy. They would know nothing different. It was their favorite meals. We had lots of breakfast for dinners. Because I couldn't... I didn't have the energy to wash up. I didn't have the energy to stand in front of the hob and cook some, something that they weren't going to eat. I literally was in survival mode. And my children go to bed at 7.30, 8, pushing it. I would be in bed by 8.15 or... More likely than not, I'd be in my bed at 8.15 and I'd watch Netflix till 1 o'clock in the morning when the first little one would wake up and crawl into my bed. And then the next one would crawl into my bed about half two. And by 5 o'clock in the morning, we were all up again. How can you survive with no sleep? How do you manage? I'm here to tell you I didn't. There's something to be said about being in survival mode. Being in survival mode means that your body is literally just going through the motions. You forget to eat, not because you're not hungry, but because you would rather be doing something else like sleeping. Your body recognizes that there's something going on but you don't know what to do and you don't know how to do it because this is all foreign territory and your mind is taking up so much energy that there's nothing left. So your body goes into survival mode. You don't brush your teeth because you need that three seconds to do something else. You don't take a shower because you need that 10 minutes to do something else. And that's what being in survival mode means. Now, when all this happened, my children were nine months, two and a half, and four and a half. I have two boys and a girl, and they are loud. They are loud. They are adventurous. If I allowed them to, they would be hanging from the chandeliers. 
Now, don't get me wrong. They are precious. They are loving. They are kind. They are most, the most generous children you will ever meet. But they have big emotions. They have big expectations, big personalities. And like I said before, it took everything in my being to make sure that I was keeping them safe. Now I tell you this because you're probably wondering, how do I manage? How do I get out of this? What do I need to do? And the answer is, things have to change, right? That's what they say. Things have to change. What are you going to do to change this? How are you going to take better care of yourself? Well, I could care less about taking better care of myself. I just wanted this to stop. I wanted the noise to stop. I wanted space. I wanted me back. So many things that I wanted, but I just couldn't manage to do. So what did I do? I gave myself a challenge every day. One day my challenge would be to brush my teeth. Brush my teeth one time today. And for those of you that have been in or currently in the middle of depression, you know how hard that is. I mean, it sounds silly. It sounds ridiculous. All you have to do is put some toothpaste on. Brush your teeth. But it's hard. It's hard when you're in that cycle to get up, to get out of bed, to walk across the room, to open the bathroom door, to turn on the water. It's hard. And it's not something that you can imagine being difficult if you've never gone through it. But I'm here to tell you, it's hard. And I would challenge myself every day to do something small that day. I would tell myself I need to take a shower today. I need to wash my hair. Not just take a shower, wash my hair. That was challenging. Taking 10 minutes out of my day to actually get in the shower and wash my hair. But once I was in there, it felt amazing and I didn't want to get out. And I remember that and I remember thinking, gosh, I know it's so much trouble, but I need to do it and I, and I enjoy it. And once I get in, I feel so good. I feel so much better. But it's that effort, that time it takes to actually do it. So I'm here to tell you, it's not easy. I understand. But we have to challenge ourselves. Little baby steps. It's all about changing that behavior. Changing our mindsets. I'm not saying that it's still not going to be dark and gloomy. It will be. But we can change our behavior. We can change our mindset. You have the power to do one small thing. And by doing that one small thing, we keep building up. We build up layer after layer after layer until finally we can get out of bed and go for a walk.
And we all know what exercise can do for us. But it's getting to that point. You have to get to that point. I'm not saying get up out of bed and go for a marathon run. I know that's not possible. I could never do that. I wouldn't even want to do that now when I'm, I'm in my healing stages. But you can get out of bed and make your bed so that you don't get back into it. You can go to the bathroom and brush your teeth so that you're ready for the day. These are the little things that you can do, that you have control over. And you are the one that has to make that choice. You are the one that has to make that decision to move forward. If you really, truly want help, you have to make that choice. You have to make that decision. I can't do it for you. I can encourage you. I'm happy to encourage you. I'm happy to share with you. But I need you to take control. I need you to make that choice. I hope this has been helpful. I hope it's been insightful. I hope you've learned something today. And as always, my aim, my mission is to help others to be good, to see good, to do good. This is Nina from For Goodness Sake Network, and I'll see you next time.